0: Clayton. John Clayton.
1: Mom, I'm done with my
0: segment! This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton.
1: Brought to you by Coors Light. Made
0: to chill. We're talking football with the professor John Clayton. We do it every day at this time with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle. If you guys have questions for John, text those questions in 206-421-3776. That's 421 421- ESPN will try to get to some of your questions before we let him go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. Hey, what did you think of that game last night? I was telling Lefko, who's our resident Tennessee Titans fan. Yeah, yeah. uh, I mean, we we all know Derrick Henry's a stud. That's that's just been a fact for a while. But I, I don't think I've seen him interviewed or heard him interviewed very often. I just, for whatever reason, and last night... A watching him, I love that he's understated. He's kind of like Barry Sanders in that he scores a touchdown, he just hands the ball to the ref. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go through a big se- choreographed celebration. And then after the game, him talking to Lisa Salters, he just he seems so genuine, and he's he's making eye contact the whole time, and he's very polite. I don't know. I just I love the dude. I just think he's yeah. he, he's a great player, and he seems like a really a really genuine, humble nice guy for a superstar
1: well i I still remember and i don't know dave dave wyman can remember this too that we were down in nashville and at that time you know i think derrick henry may have been a rookie uh and you know looked to be the better running back and i can't remember if it was latavius murray or what running back was ahead of him but they would not take that running back out and give the ball to derrick henry and i know just being on the sidelines all the people on the tennessee part say hey This Henry guy's better than, you know, the starter. And again, they were running the ball very well. So it wasn't like it was a bad decision not to play him. But here he was, you know, the talented back. And so, you know, he was playing backup. And, you know, I'm sure he wasn't pleased about it. But, you know, he didn't complain. He didn't do anything wrong. And I think that that may have humbled him a little bit. Because, again, I mean, here's a guy right now set to go back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons. And, you know, you can see there's nobody even close to him as a runner in the NFL. I mean, what is he, 245 pounds? He's fast. He's powerful. I mean, he's elusive. All those different things. But I think what ended up happening at the beginning of his career, just, you know, being a backup and not having the job given to him was one that kind of humbled him and has him where he is today.
2: Yeah, you're right, John. By the way, one of his nicknames, El Tractorcito, it means. Is he a tractor? Little tractor. Little tractor. tractor. I'm like I he's. I don't think he's a little tractor. Yeah, I I he's a, But no, you're right, John. Uh, so he was a second round draft choice, mm-hmm. and comes into the league, and you know, I think he started two games his rookie year, right? Uh, Which was what year? Uh, Night, uh, 2016. Yeah. So and then you know he had what 110 rushes for 4, 490 yards. Then you know his second year. Like, eh, okay, 744. But there was a time, the point is, is there was a time there for a while. They were kind of wondering about And we talked to the, yeah. the play-by-play guy um, from Tennessee, and he was like, yeah, he, he didn't start off as, like, they were talking about maybe cutting him at one point and stuff. Oh, I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. And, John, it, it never looks like he's running fast. No, it, no. It, but yet he's pulling away from everyone. Although I'll
1: tell you what, that one touchdown that he broke uh, last night, he was running fast. And well, he looked like he was running fast. Well, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he, take, I think he takes he takes little fast.
0: steps or something. He doesn't well, he's not a long strider by any stretch. Well,
1: that's because he's a little tractor.
0: <laughs> I guess uh, but that he's he's so deceptive because Dave's right. He, you you watch him he doesn't look like he's moving that quickly but he's blown by guys. Nobody catches him.
1: Uh-huh. It's
0: just uh, just visually. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's his size. I don't well, know. You
1: know on, honestly, I think you know in some ways, I mean, he's the perfect back for the way that that things are in the national football league right now, <clears throat> because I think you can see it. And you saw it, you know, on Sunday with the Seahawks, you know, they used more seven defensive back than they had at any time this season. Now it may have only been about 15 plays, but you have smaller guys out, out there. It's not like the old Bill Parcells days where, I mean, you, you just lined up 250, 260 pound linebackers in a three, four defense to stop everybody. You know, in this case, Now you have, you know, safeties and cornerbacks and all that stuff that are going to be, you know, like 20, 30 pounds less than than Henry. And so that gives them an advantage. Hey, John, uh, what what do you make of the Saints? Um, You know, you look at this
2: team, right? I was just looking at their, Mm -hmm. their record. Okay, so... Uh, they beat mm-hmm. green bay thirty eight to three still don 't know what to make of that
0: game
1: the first, uh, green bay just didn 't care first week and it yeah. was
2: played in jacksonville
0: right that's, right that 's when everybody was accusing Aaron Rodgers of throwing the game because he was yeah. mad at the franchise yeah thirty eight they lose thirty eight to three and then they are they actually win i 'm sorry yeah.
2: uh, and then at Carolina, they lost seven to twenty six so I mean you look at their wins it 's against nine and nine teams collectively, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the losses are against four and eight teams they 're pretty good on defense. We don't really know what to think about Jameis Winston. What was the other stat you had,
0: Bob, with their plus five in turnover ratio? Plus five in turnovers, yep. Yeah. They're they're very they're very good except against the pass. That was the only category they don't excel, but everything else they're they're really good, John. Yeah. But According I, to the numbers.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. but, but here's, here's the number that I think is more important and more realistic and it kind of tells you where they are is that, you know, when they went out there for the first game of the regular season against Green Bay, they were down 10 starters from the previous year. I mean, they had lost some key starters too, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, they had a defensive tackle that got suspended and he's a starter. You know, they, uh, Hendrickson, the uh, defensive end. I mean, he ended up leaving in free agency, going to Cincinnati. Uh, you know, they lose, uh, you know, Jack rabbit uh, to Tennessee. Uh, of course, I don't know. i watching Jack rabbit last night. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, Tennessee wished they didn't have him because he just got beaten like a drum. And of course we're talking about Janoris Jenkins. Then they, they don't have their only really good wide receiver. Uh, Mike Thomas, You know, because I think he's getting close to coming back, but he's not back yet. Mm -hmm. And so you put all that together, and that added up to about 10 starters. Now, how good can you be down 10 starters? I mean, certainly we're watching what's going on with San Francisco and their injuries. And you you, you can see teams like, for example, you look, I mean, I'm fascinated, by the way, on this Thursday night game between Cleveland and Denver. Because now Cleveland goes into the game, you know, they don't have Kareem Hunt. He's on injured reserve. They don't have Nick Chubb. He's out with an injury. Uh, You know, Baker Mayfield is playing with a uh, sore left shoulder that he, you know, says uh, hurts like crap. He used a different word for that. And then, uh, you know, uh, and also you've got the tackle Jack Conklin. He's out. But in the meantime, what's Denver have in the linebacking core? They had to put their second inside linebacker, Alexander Johnson, on injured reserve, you know, because he has a torn pec and, you know, they lose uh, Josie Jewell. Uh, at the inside linebacker position for the season you know they don't have bradley chubb and then there's three more linebackers that they have you know that uh you know they're not going to be able to play on thursday night i mean what's left so it's like uh yeah you can see it deep uh, you know injuries do affect teams and how do you try to conquer them and that's why i give you know sean payton credit for being able to get the team above 500 with all the changes but still it's tough
0: Well, uh, talking about that game, I just saw this quote from Von Miller talking about the Thursday night matchup. And his quote is, I will play well in this game. I'm going to have a great game. I don't know who the tackle is I'm going against, but I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. Wow.
1: (laughs) That's his quote. I hope he doesn't get arrested for that.
2: (laughs) That's kind of funny because I've seen players do that where – and I was talking to, oh, man, I'm trying to think it was Brandon Shell, maybe. But mm-hmm. there there are players that won't learn the name of the guy that they're going against. They'll they'll just call him by their number. Right. They don't look no. at like they're – and then there are other guys. There's a guy named Steve Wisniewski that I used to play against, John. He was a guard mm-hmm. for the Raiders, and I hated him. And he would, like, find out little things about you and say it on the field. John Randall would do that. Yeah. So you got, you know, I think it's kind of interesting because, you know, you have uh, Von Miller there going, yeah, I don't know who that guy is, but he's number 73 or yeah. whatever yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's 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 kind
0: of his. If I'm, well, the, if, they, if I'm,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I, can, I covered uh, Wisniewski in college at Penn State. Penn State, you sure yeah. did.
0: Yeah. yeah the, the, the article's pointing out that he wasn't being disrespectful by not saying their names because it says their two starting offensive tackles, Jedrick Willis and Jack Conklin, are both injured. So they're they're basically giving him the pass, like, well, he doesn't know who who they're going to be because the two starters are out. But he could be one of those guys. By the way, John,
2: Wisniewski, when I was in Denver and, you know, I always had these battles with him, but when I got to Denver, whenever we were preparing for the Raiders, after like every rep during practice, Carl Mecklenburg would come over and push me. You know, after the play ended, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm just getting you ready for Wisniewski. Oh, <laughs> because he would he would always do that and try to take you out of your game, and he would always do some little thing. it work. End. Did you get angry? Uh, I, I could not help myself. I, I would get <laughs> I would get angry. Yeah, it worked. But he was taking yeah, you so, out of the game. So then, you know, we started doing it to everybody, and it was kind of kind of funny because he was just one of those guys that always was going to get. And uh, and I think I heard off the field, John. And you might mm-hmm. know this from covering him. That like he's one of those guys that, and I know this for for a fact. He never swore, right? So and he was like supposedly this really nice guy. And I always wanted to like hate this guy. So. Was Yeah, mm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, was he a nice guy, John? I guess he, he was, he was pretty, a very
1: nice guy. Yeah, because he was a I, jerk on the field. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he was he, he was a nice guy both in college. Cause, and I, I tell you what, that was kind of a wild bunch. And even though that Paterno kicked me off the beat after one year for breaking too many negative stories, but uh, (laughs) I mean, and all all how dare you write something. I know. Well, Paterno didn't did not like it because I mean, like, for example, I'd sit there at my desk at the press and I'd get a phone call saying, hey, I'm a I'm a uh, barber here in State College, PA. And did you know P.H.O. Harris just got kicked off the team? No. It's like then I got uh, this Harris got kicked off the team and I'm getting all these calls about all these problem guys that uh, they had. But, of course, the fun part was, I mean, you know, not only did you have Wisniewski there, I mean, you had Bruce Clark there. I mean, you had Matt Millen there who was a blast to cover. I mean, there was so many fun players that uh, you know, I was always around. And so it's like, that was great. And so after one year, Paterno just got fed up because I was breaking too many stories. And it's like, okay, get him off. <laughs> hey, uh, what, what
0: do you think of, of Mayfield? I know we, we talked at the beginning of the season or before it started that he didn't have that extension and that he and the Browns both verbally or, or publicly, I should say, said, yeah, we're fine with that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fine with it. You think he's helping, hurting? You know, the season's not going the way the team thought. He's, but I give him tough guy points for you know, I, I read that it was partially torn, his labrum, and now right. they said it's completely torn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know what that means for the rest of the season. Non-throwing shoulder, I don't know if they can just put the harness on and he gets through it or what happens. But what do you, what do you think ultimately happens in the way of a deal and, and does he get paid like an elite franchise quarterback or what do you think?
1: No, I think that they were wise not to give him a, an elite quarterback contract because he's not an elite quarterback. I mean, he's a complementary quarterback who has to be surrounded – you know, by good talent to be successful. And like, like back in the old days, as I you know, always say, I called him the Chad Penningtons, you know, because Pennington's good enough to get you to the playoffs like Mayfield did last year, but he's not going to win you a playoff game. I saw, In fact, I saw Mike Tannenbaum today, you know, for Team 33 put out, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Mayfield, you know, he's like, look look at the quarterbacks that are in the AFC and there's, there's no way Mayfield's going to get to a Super Bowl, you know, against, going against these quarterbacks. I mean, the Josh Allens, the you know, Patrick Mahomes, and you go through the whole list, and that's not going to happen. And now he goes into this game against Denver, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, wanting, you know, the two running backs, and they're both gone. You know, no Hunt, you know, no Chubb and so that's going to hurt him immensely. So you put all that together, and it's it's going to be a tough one, but I think they're wise in not giving a contract. If they're going to do anything with him, it would be the 50 year option.
0: By the way, quickly, a couple texters saying it was DeMarco Murray who was the running back for Tennessee.
1: DeMarco Murray, that's correct, yeah, yeah. correct.
2: Hey, John, speaking of running backs, what, yeah. do you, what do you think about Rashad Penny? We were talking about like maybe the most frustrating thing it would be for him to go out and have a good game, because then you're like, what do you think about this guy? I mean, he's been up and
1: down, and what? Are, how do you view him? I mean, incomplete, you know, because, yeah. again, he's not uh, been on the field enough to really judge. He's not had enough carries to really judge. I mean, you watch him in practice, and you see him do some things when he's on the field, and he's really talented, you know, because he can get to the outside. He has good speed. He has good power. He has good size. He has all that you want except good health.
0: Hey, John, as far as uh, – and people are asking about, you know, different different players that are available out there in terms of cornerbacks and defense, I saw that Quentin Dunbar was released from the Packers practice squad. Right. He's not even good enough to be on the practice squad. Is he just – is he cooked dave talks about you know man i saw that guy make some brilliant plays mm-hmm. here and there but what what's is he just a guy that physically is is not there anymore
1: no i don't know it's just he's bounced around and you know what ends up happening particularly now if you're going to be a, a veteran player getting a little bit older i mean you have to get on the practice squad to get on the regular roster because it's becoming rarer and rarer that you see guys that just you know sign and get there And so in the case of Dunbar, I mean, what is this now, his third team so far this offseason? I mean, he's bounced around a whole bunch. There's a lot of teams that need cornerbacks right now, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's like, uh, as I said uh, the other day, it's like that and offensive line are the two most injured positions.
0: Yeah, John,
2: What about we were also talking about Geno Smith. And, you know, as far as backup quarterbacks around the league, I mean, uh, the, the thing I was saying, I feel like you can win with him now. Maybe not against the Rams, but I feel like over the next couple of weeks, he's he's proven uh, to me anyway. I, he's made some pretty good throws. I think we both agree. He can't really throw on the run is not nearly as well as Russ. That's for sure. But he made a couple of good throws, and you know, I feel like if they get into a rhythm, you know. Anyway, my point is, I, I think he could be one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league. Who, who can you think of anybody that's that's on par with
1: Geno? Hmm. I mean, you know, it's like uh, there's it, it's such a depleted list right now because teams have gone so young. And again, you know, you look at the I, I thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick was the ideal backup quarterback. And of course, now he was a starter with Washington, got the hip injury, so he's not able to go. But I think when you kind of pair it up, uh, there's still you know, a lot of question marks about a lot of the other quarterbacks. I mean, again, it's like uh, it's it's hard. I guess nobody wants to pay a good backup quarterback. Yeah. I, 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 and again, like, for example, they're paying $10 million to Tayson Hill down in New Orleans. But again, is he a good quarterback? No, he's just a great athlete.
0: How often is he getting on the field for mm, them? Yeah. Is he just a special, is he a, you know, goal line, third down guy? I, have not, I mean, are they getting their money's worth out of him? No. I All mean, right. again,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, he'll go out there for maybe, what, six, eight, ten plays a game. That's it. Man, that's a
2: nice paycheck. Oh, I know. Somebody <laughs> texting in Gardner Minshew.
1: Gardner yeah, Minshew. Well, again, but it's like, uh, yeah, Gardner Minshew. I think can be a good one, but he still needs a little bit more time, and we haven't seen him as a backup. I mean, we seen him fill in as a starter, which I thought was good. So, yeah, I think that you know he could he could be a decent one.
0: Yeah, well, and and I'll ask you the same thing we asked Schlereth. It just it doesn't matter the name. You can say Minshew, you can say yeah. you know Cam Newton, Kaepernick, whoever you want to throw out there. At this point, we I think we all expect Russell to be back for Green Bay. Maybe yeah. maybe he maybe he doesn't, but it feels like he's he's going to be there. So in the amount of time you've got left between now and that Green Bay game, who's going to be up to speed and, and, and learn this offense and be more effective than Geno, who's been here for years at this point?
1: No, that's why they're, they're going with Jake Luton. So it's like uh, just to get by and get these three games over with and then get Russell back. By the way, speaking of quarterbacks, what was your thought on Jacob Eason getting cut? I didn't see that he got cut. He got cut. Wow. Wow. I mean, you know, they took one of they took one of the rookies that they drafted, you know, Sam Elling, I think his name is, and uh, you know, put him from the injured list to the active roster. Oh, Ellinger. Ellinger, yeah, yeah. just Sam Ellinger. And uh, next thing you know, here's Jacob Eason getting cut. Ooh, I didn't, I had not seen that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Isn't is su- isn't that surprising?
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, by all accounts, I mean, you, you take it for what it's worth when we're not out there watching them, but it, everybody seemed to be high on his potential. Now, mm-hmm. he's far from a refined product at this point, but it seemed like there was a lot of belief in what he's capable of doing down the road if you work with him, but maybe he'll be somebody else's fortune.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, because, again, uh, that just caught me cold today. It's like, oh, my heavens, Jacob Eason gets cut? Wow.
2: How about this? The Arizona Cardinals, number one in the NFL. That's probably not surprising, seeing as they're the only undefeated mm-hmm. team. But And the Seahawks at number 22. But anyway, John, they have uh, Buffalo ranked second, uh, Tampa Bay third, uh, Dallas fourth, five and one, uh, and then fifth, Baltimore. You kind of agree with that? Or do you think like maybe the Packers deserve – the team I would put in there right now the way they're playing is the Rams. Mm -hmm. And it pains me to say so, but I feel like that team right now – we were just talking to Mark Schlereth about – he did the game there, John, the one in in, uh, New York. He was saying that Cooper – Cup is like a quarterback playing wide receiver. That's the way he thinks. So yeah, I, I feel like they they deserve to be in that top five.
1: Yeah, but uh, but the funny the, the five that you read off are pretty much the five that I put down for my AP vote. Because you know, yeah. every vote every Tuesday morning on the AP, you know, among the fifty voters and that, so I put it that way. But again, you're right. It's like and and that's why like last week when I wrote for the Washington Post, you know the uh, the great teams. Or a couple of weeks ago, the great teams, and it's like, you know, it was more than ten. Was, you know, because again, I didn't include Seattle, and I didn't include, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I didn't include the uh, Raiders. And so, I mean, you got twelve really good teams right now. But again, you only have twelve teams right now that have winning records in this league: six in the a- in the AFC, six in the NFC. John, we appreciate it. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. There you go. If you
0: missed any of today's cold, hard facts brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, just download the podcast at 710sports.com. Coming up, it's not ideal, but Mariners fans might want to be Red Sox fans for the next few days. We'll tell you why. Coming up with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle.